This is the Just Live Podcast with Dan and Susie Potter, episode 15. (laughs) How do you realign your emotions? In this episode, we will reach out for peace. We begin in 22 seconds. Live life. See the good days in it. Just live. Your life is a remarkable story and adventure that only you can create. We exist to motivate and equip you to live fully alive. Today on this Just Live podcast, episode 15, we will be focusing on your emotions and the goal of peace. My name is Dan. My name is Susie. Together, Together we, we are doozy. We are so glad you're here. I remember a few years ago, the whole term alignment became real for me because I had to go to the chiropractor. Dr. Mike laid me on this couch and he started working on me because one of my legs was actually shorter than the other and I was having terrible back problems. Oh, yes. I didn't know what was going on, but he said, you are out of alignment. And he pulled and he tugged and he pushed and he pulled and there was heat and there was massage and I walked out aligned. It was unbelievable. I had no pain. And sometimes in our life, especially when it comes to emotions, there's a lot of pain because we're not in alignment. Thank you so much for joining us. This is part three of the nine Align tool. First, we talked about the problem in relationships and the need for love. And then we talked about thoughts and how they can give us so much struggle, but the goal is joy. And today we want to explore emotions and the combination that brings us peace. Now, there are the nine aligners that always bring our life back into true, whether it's like the bicycle that was out of true and it becomes straight, the wheel on your car, or even your back after you go to the chiropractor. Our life needs to come back into alignment in the area of emotions. Well, let's think about emotions for a moment. I usually have a lot of them. Wouldn't you agree? I would say you have your fair share. I know. I am a woman and I have emotions. I know men have emotions too, but I I am one with many, many emotions. You are blessed. (laughs) Are you blessed? I am. That I have that many emotions? And one thing that I have been learning about emotions is that they are indicators. Emotions generally are neutral. They are indicators that there is something going on. But the emotions actually need to be interpreted. And last episode, we talked about the whole area of thoughts and joy and my process that I go through to have joy and to interpret my thoughts. Well, emotions are very, very similar as well. If you just leave them, they will do whatever happens with no resistance, with the least common denominator. But we can also have a look at our emotions And the goal this week is to help you look at your emotions and go towards peace. You know that you have a choice every time you experience emotions. What are you going to do with them? I have been following Dr. Caroline Leaf, and she has helped me understand neuropathways and networks or branches or trees inside of our brain that we actually have a choice over, especially in interpreting our emotions. 
Brain imaging shows that if we have emotions of fear and we let those develop into strong neural pathways or strong trees in our brain, networks of neurons, which are the basic cells, those will show up in brain imaging as black networks, black patches, black holes. Or if we have something that's called faith thoughts, emotions, branches, they show up in brain imagery as lights, networks of lights. And I find that fascinating because as we consider and as we process and understand our emotions, some of us need help to do this. I do. And others of us are able to just do that on their own, but we need to process them and not let them allow us to be in a state of fear, but in a state of faith or positivity. And those actually show up different in our brain. And I have been in the process of trying to reform my neural pathways because our brain is able to make adjustments. I find this fascinating and very, very helpful. So this is part of the nine aligned tool that we've created. We're using the fruit of the spirit. A couple weeks ago, we talked about relationships. If they're in a, in a state of chaos, Mm -hmm. we reach for love. If we look at the whole idea of our thoughts, chaotic thoughts, I can't find clarity. We reach for joy. This week, we're looking at emotions and how in the midst of emotions, and remember, emotions are there to be felt. But sometimes they move us away from peace. So in the midst of emotions, we have to reach for peace. I remember a few years ago, getting up early in the morning when I lived in Marlette, Michigan. And for some reason, I was just drawn to the front porch. And to my surprise, this was a a winter morning. Snow on the ground, really cold outside. There was a boy laying on my front porch. And at this, what's going on? So I opened the door and I went out. And this was uh, an older brother of of a friend of my kids. And uh, I, I started talking to him. I called him by name. He was very listless. He was very cold. He was shivering. His skin was bluish. And I just grabbed him. I brought him in the house. And I started talking to him. And he had not gone home when he should have. So he couldn't get a ride home. He had no place to go. So he spent the night on our porch. And, and he was in a, a state of shock. There was fear, there was anger, disgust. There were many emotions going on in him. But I knew immediately, we need to get him warm. We need to get him out of this His clothes frozen. Were, were soaking wet. He was wet. soaking wet. So we got him into a shower. We got the fire going, had him by the fire and hot chocolate and a meal. And, and at one time, I just had to hold him close to my chest just to just start to breathe warm life him. back into him. And I, I remember watching his emotions move from fear and anger to this place of safety, this place of health and wholeness. It's interesting in the Bible, peace shows up 249 times. In the Old Testament, it's called shalom, which means safety, wellness, happiness. In the New Testament, it's irene, which is health, wholeness, and quietness. And I remember that that so clearly with this boy mm-hmm. that there was just sense of, of rest to the point where he laid on the couch with a blanket and just fell asleep. And sometimes we need to exchange some of those emotions with this wholeness, this safety, this quietness. Mm. 
This reminds me of a plant I have, and it's called the peace plant. And currently in Washington, where we live, it sits right in front of our front door. There is a a window to the outside, but it's tinted, so it's diffused light. It's not straight in light. It's diffused. A lot of bright light, but not direct light goes on this plant. And I had the same plant when we lived a number of years ago in Georgia, and it only bloomed white flowers one time a year. Well, when I brought it here to Washington, different environment, different climate, different light. Um, I have learned how to fertilize my plants in a nice natural way, a little bit better with my plant friends. And this plant produces white flowers all year round. Mm. It it really brings me peace and a whole lot of joy as well. Let it's me called just a say, peace plant? It's called a peace plant. Right. That's right. So there's the, there's these spikes that go up and then they just like get a little bit enlarged and they turn white. It's white flowers. And I, I've been watching it. Um, my plants are my friends. Yes, I speak to them. She yes, has I lots sing of to friends. Them. Yes, I, I try. I've got a new plant that I got on a sale and my plants are all doing quite well. So they're taking over the house because we brought the outside ones in. It's starting to freeze outside. And this one plant in particular, it is, is spiking some new leaves and it's also having some old ones. So I'm in process of watching and evaluating what this plant needs in order to thrive and mm. to be happy and to be in its best condition. And I'm noticing the same thing with my peace plant. And what I notice, it likes a lot of water. And so when I give it a lot of water and I fertilize it once a week and I keep turning it because it goes towards the window. And if I don't turn it, it's going to be lopsided. And these are a few of the very basic things that this particular peace plant needs. And when I give it to it, her. I don't know if it's a him or her. I haven't decided. But when I give these things that are needed to the plant, this plant produces these peace flowers. And I think it's very similar to our life. When we have things in a good way, in the depths of our soul, in our inner being, in our brain, in our body, then we are going to be able to have fruit of white peace flowers or so, whatever that represents. So what in Susie our life. is saying here, how do you realign your emotions? You drink lots of water and sit in the sun. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that sounds perfect to me. <laughs> Bring it. Well, yes, this, please. This is a little more what Jesus said in John 14. He was just telling his disciples that he is going to be leaving. And he says, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. He's moving into emotions here. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. It's mm -hmm. very interesting that what he is saying, instead of water and sunlight, like the peace plan, he's saying for us, if we're going to have those emotions, like hearts be troubled, afraid, already he's giving us peace. And I love that. Peace I give you. And it's not the peace of the world. There is this different sense of peace hmm. that we as followers of Jesus receive. I don't know, maybe for everyone, but this is an incredible thing that at that point, like the flower in Georgia that only came up once a year, sometimes yeah. we may be in that place where we don't experience peace very often. Our maybe emotions are running year. wild with us. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to sit back and say, what kind of peace 
is it that Jesus is giving to us? Right. And maybe we need to examine the circumstances of our life and change those things that need to be changed in order to have peace. Peace is one of the fruit of the Spirit. So if God is working in us and His Spirit is working in us, then we have access to that peace. And we do have that access. Now, I just want to tell you, the other night I didn't have peace. Okay. Susie and I went out to our clubhouse here um, in our community, and it was a karaoke night. Now, I haven't been to too many karaoke <laughs> nights. Every time, it, it leaves me with several emotions. Let and, me tell you about talk the about first that. time. The first time we were at a big theme park. It was at Universal Studios, Florida. And they wanted volunteers to sign up for this karaoke competition. And of course not. That is not what we do in front of 2,000 people. And so I just said, excuse me, Dan. And I slipped out and I signed Dan I and I I thought she was up. going to the bathroom. <laughs> Of course I couldn't tell him because I came back and I said, oh, by the way, we are on. I signed us up and he was like, what? Devastated. <laughs> so we came up there and I like. We left our two little boys in the audience. We just said, watch us. And we watched them from the stage. But we go up on here. It's a huge stage. 2,000 people in the audience. I actually got up there and I had fear taking over. I did not have peace myself. But we chose this one song. And you don't is, remember it's. You're the one that I want. It's from Greece. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And and I thought we did terrible, but we did break out in the middle in swing dancing. So. Yes, and because of the swing dance, I do think we we won the we contest. We did end up winning the competition. <laughs> I can't believe it. And I hold that over Dan but all the time. Like, anyway, come on, don't be afraid. Let Let's me have take some you peace. to just a couple days ago. <laughs> we had a karaoke competition here in Susie. It wasn't a competition. It was no. a karaoke night. Whatever it was, it didn't start off very well because Susie went to them and said, oh, we do this duet. And she said the same one that we did years we'll ago. We'll get this karaoke night uh, started. My emotions were definitely being felt. I got chills. They're well, multiplying. I got something. I'm not sure if there were chills. <laughs> but the first song, there was so much fear. There was so much even panic. Uh, I couldn't you, even right? find the right notes. I was and, peaceful. And it was, you know, when you're the first one, everyone's sort of looking at you like, <laughs> like you know, deer in the headlights or like, really, is this where this is going? I felt terrible. But it was interesting as the night went, oh, how about this one? How about this one? And I think we sang, I don't know, maybe 10 songs all together throughout the night. But the last one was a song that we did as a duet, Endless Love. And it was so much fun. There it was would, joy. There was peace. <laughs> there was emotions in the there room. There was love. People did you say love? People were clapping. People were like, you guys need to look at each other when you sing. It's like, I can't, I don't know the lyrics. So, you know. I can't look but, at her and see the lyrics. <laughs> but it was, it was really interesting that an evening that started off so bad with fear ended up with so much peace. Yeah. And it's it was because. Yeah. I think everyone was open to allow us to make mistakes, and they made mistakes yeah. as well. But we ended up being in that place of peace. Yeah, and I, I think safety in, in that particular instance, but I just carry it over to other places. When you're safe in a place, there is more opportunity to have peace. Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 6 are ones that I memorized forever ago because I have had many seasons in my life, which I didn't realize, but now I'm thinking back where there was a lot of anxiety. I had a lot of anxious thoughts. I had a lot of 
um, angst inside of my being. It didn't take over to be my full-time habit, but there were times when anxiety comes up really high. And in Philippians 4, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but with prayer, petition, with thanksgiving. So this is kind of like putting it out there three times, pray, and then like do it deeply, and then do it deeply again with saying, oh, thanks. This is kind of in the faith zone, I would say. Present your request to God. And here's the result. And the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. It will guard your hearts and your minds. There is a combo between what's going on in your heart and what's going on in your mind. And I think joy and peace, we talked about joy last episode, and peace, our thoughts and our emotions are very connected. They definitely are in me. So when I guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus, I have the opportunity for the peace of God to come in, not anxiety. So what do I need to do to guard my heart and my mind? I'm on that quest. I'm on that journey to find out in a similar way, like I check out my peace plant and my other plant friends, what do they need to allow them to be the most fully alive they can be? Same for me, same for my people around me. We need to be on the quest to help understand what brings peace to the emotions, what brings joy to the thoughts, what brings love to the relationships. Now, I don't know if it's just because I'm a guy, but I don't know if I'm as in touch with my emotions as I should be. A few years ago, Susie showed me this thing. I think it was called the Emotions Wheel. Oh, it's a great one. And I was able, I actually have a sticker of it on my journal that I use all day long because I want to keep looking at it going, where am I feeling right now? And it was, I think about two or three weeks ago that I was in this place. I really, I knew something was going on. I didn't know what it was. And so I went to this wheel and I looked and I looked at the, like the six main ones and I thought, well, it's a little bit on the sad side, but sad, happy, surprise, fear, anger, disgust are the main six. Yeah. I, I knew I was a little bit sad, but I felt as I went through, there was a, you know, it goes out like, like sun rays really. And I felt, well, I think my sadness is because I feel in some ways I'm abandoned. And I went a little farther out into the sun rays of this wheel. Um, and, and I realized I felt ignored. And I would never have thought that before, but my emotions were 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 quite complex inside of me because I had felt I'm being ignored, hmm. where I don't know if I ever felt that before, but it was very interesting. Let's take this just a little bit farther. You identified it was in the sad category, according to your wheel, and I have numerous little graphs of emotions. They help me as well. You have lots of graphs. I do. So So sad and you felt ignored. What do you do with that? Well, I think at, at first I had to come to the place of, of well, who then is ignoring me? Mm-hmm. So who, and, and that came back to expectations. Okay. If I'm being ignored, then I must have an expectation that whoever it is should not be ignoring me. Mm-hmm. So I began, I, I'm a thinker. So I went down that road, but I I had to come into a place where whether I'm ignored or not, how do I come back into peace? Right. And it was a conversation. It was a conversation I had with Susie. Just as we talked, I knew that I was not ignored by her. I was not abandoned by her. She does not make me sad. And so she was the one presently in the room and I could breathe. I could, Mm. I could, 
I could intake that peace because though I have this feeling, I actually couldn't identify anyone who had ignored, ignored me. Yeah. But it was just the feeling I was having. And I had to then hear from Susie. Mm-hmm which brought me back into alignment because of peace. Yeah, and we can do that for our people around us. There is an adult attachment theory that allows us to be attached in a healthy way and not in an avoidant way and not in an anxious way. And I would say in that category, that would have been more of an anxious feeling of being ignored and coming back into a healthy connection, even if it's a different person than you're dealing with, with your emotions, this healthy attachment allows you to be healthily attached. And this is why our people around us, our community we choose, our other fully alive people that we are in a we life cycle with are so, so important. Uh, Dan was talking about emotions and the six main emotions. There was a guy called Thatcher Kelter, and he was part of the uh, Greater Good Science Center. And they did a study and they found there were more than 27 distinct emotions and the layering of them brought different situations. But you don't always have them all at the same time, right? No, no. And then, and well, some of us do. And then Pluchik believes that humans can experience over 34,000 emotions. Wow. So... We are identifying through the combination, and Pluchek has this diagram that looks like a flower diagram, and I really appreciate that one. That's the one that I look at the most often, and it has these six main main emotions, the same like Dan had in his center of his wheel. Once again, that's sad, disgust, anger, fear, surprise, and happy. And then different levels of these emotions bring different things, and I can't always name my emotions, but it's easier for me, and it sounds like for Dan as well, to look at a chart like this and go, hmm, it's kind of in this range, it's kind of in this grouping. Well, that helps me at least identify it so I can begin to process that emotion and choose what I do with it, especially with the goal of ending in peace. Well, I think this is the whole idea for me with this emotions wheel is... um, It allows me to feel my emotion, to identify it, to take it in, to even talk about it with Susie or with other people. Mm -hmm. As I do that, I don't have to let go of peace. And I want you just to imagine you in your emotion, that you can totally feel those emotions. And yet at the same time, you don't have to let go of peace. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit gives us peace as that thing at that time where... anxiety and everything is running wild, we reach out and we take a hold of peace because in the end, it's going to be okay. My abandonment or my isolation or my anxiety or whatever is not going to destroy my life. I've passed this way before. I will pass this way again. And so I think that's where I am at a place where I realign my life in my emotions by reaching out and taking a hold of peace. Yes, so this this verse from Philippians 4 that I was telling you about that I memorized, and it says, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love that part. It's mm. the peace of God. 
we do not have to understand how it takes over. This is like the faith neuropathways. We don't always understand no. it. We get to choose it. We get to press into God, press into the Holy Spirit, and the fruit back to us is the peace of God. And we get to guard it with our heart and our mind. There is a part that we have to play in it. There is a part that God gets to play, and it doesn't always make sense. This is the really beautiful thing about faith. It doesn't always make sense. You can't always explain it out with words. But when you have that peace of God in your heart and in your mind, you know it. So what we're saying is you don't have to get stuck in your emotions. You can process your emotions. By yourself or with others. With the goal of peace. Yes. So the third alignment of the nine aligned tool is peace. You need to reach for it. Mm-hmm. Reach for it. So may you live fully alive. As you love your life, your world, and your God. My name's Dan. My name is Susie. Together, Together we, we are doozy. doozy. Live fully. And love fully. Thank you so much for being a part of this Just Live podcast, episode number 15 on peace and emotions. <laughs>